0: You are listening to the Social Hotelier show, a podcast that inspires hoteliers to create meaningful and memorable experiences for their customers in pursuit of their passion. We share our views and experiences relating to hospitality, technological trends, and also relating to humanity. Here is your host, Sam Eric Rutman. Welcome back to the Social Hotelier video podcast with me, Sam Eric Rutman. In this episode, uh, I'm very excited to talk about and learn about interior design because I'm very fascinated about designers who are visualizing interesting experience for the customers around the world, whether it's in hotels, large hotels, boutique hotels, or restaurants even. And today I'm very excited to introduce to you Bruna Rodriguez. She's the founder and principal designer of Inpar Hospitality Concepts. Welcome, Bruna.
1: Thank you, Sam Eric. I'm very happy to be here today. Uh, I was looking forward to, to being your podcast and uh, I'm very excited to dive in the episode of today.
0: Thank you. So first of all, for the audience to understand about your background and could you just share some of your professional backgrounds and also why you founded inpar hospitality concepts?
1: Yes, uh, actually I graduated in interior design. Uh, back in 2015, while I was still living in Brazil. And, uh, well, in this about eight years of experience I have as a designer, I worked with very different types of, uh, of projects. I started with uh residential projects, uh, but then that's why I was still in Brazil. And after that, I, I started working with commercial. Uh, so I worked with, uh, with offices, streaming studios, uh, Exhibition stands and uh, and other types. So uh, I founded uh, Info Hospitality as um, well to bring up my my passion about uh, about design and also because I saw a, a market opportunity. Uh, since I was in Brazil, I noticed that uh, people they they connect interior design with just the aesthetics side of it. So and uh, I saw that. Uh, many years ago, and I still see that. But uh, I always believed there was something else to to the craft. It's not just about the aesthetics. And um, it's very different when you're talking about a residential project and uh, a hospitality one. Um, Well, along this eight years of experience, I was introduced to the concept of branding and uh, human behavior. And then it was when everything, you know, like because I knew that was, and I was studying, it wasn't just about aesthetics, but then when I I understood about this concept, everything came together in my mind. So it was like one of those uh, aha moments, and I was like, ah, oh, that makes sense. Like I, now I can uh, I can design and I can educate people, like uh, and explain in a way that is understandable, saying that. It's not just the aesthetics. Like you can have, uh, uh, you can build a business, a successful business, uh, when you when you when you use your design in a, in a good way. So uh, my company uh, it exists today uh, as uh, as uh, as a way to to build successful companies.
0: Very good. To help in now, the process. <laughs> very very good. Now, if you can go back to your earliest memories, what? What sort of sparked your interest into design? Uh, Like we all have when we get into a profession, that something sparks our imagination, whether it's from the childhood or it's by the uh, influence or or the inspiration of someone in the family. Uh, Bruna, how about what was your story about uh, that inspiration?
1: Well, uh, since uh, since a young age, I was very interested in art and uh, craft. And of course, I didn't start that with the desire to be a designer, but uh, that was always something very, very present in my, in my personality. And I remember, um, when I was about 10 years old, there was this TV show, uh, about, uh, there was an interior designer. Her name is Candace Olson and uh, she's a Canadian designer. And uh, in one of her TV shows, she would uh, share all the process of a design project. So uh, I believe that that is one of the things that really inspired me to be a designer today because she would show since the concept uh, creation and then going through sourcing and uh, purchasing the, the materials for the suppliers. And through the renovations, like going day to day on site, to, to check how everything was going to the end result. So it was very fascinating for me to see uh, the before and after, and also how happy the families were, were uh, when they saw the final result.
0: So in, in one way, then you actually descri- the, describing the responsibility of the designer, but now that from the, that inspiration of someone you, you saw who is a world-class, a well-known designer. What is your way of, uh, describing when somebody is asking you, uh, what is the responsibility of the designer and, uh, how can the design enhance, uh, the guest experience? What is your point of view for this? Maybe you can share your, your thoughts on this.
1: Yes. I mean, for, uh, the most important uh, responsibility of a designer is to really to understand for whom you were designing. Uh, you are not designing to, to your first, uh, level client. You are designing for the clients of your clients. So how we can improve the, the experience of, uh, of the guest is to really understand who they are, what they want, what they do. Like it's really everything around them. So just like that, you can, uh, you can create a project that, uh, really resonates with them.
0: Yeah, that's very good. Um, if you want to take this to a, a, a step deeper now, because you're coming from Brazil, which is very a very significant and strong culture, and you work now in in out of Malaga, how does that cultural aspect can be seen of the Bruno's touch in design and your approach? Maybe about your design approach that would be interesting to learn your thoughts on that.
1: Yes, uh, so to be honest, I don't think the the fact. The, the, my roots in fact touch my my approach uh rather my uh my inspirations um because uh, yeah as you said uh, uh brazil is is a huge country and um, there's so much to say about that and uh me myself i don't know the whole country um so the way that I approach design is uh it's independent of the the culture I'm working with. So um, how I would describe that, the first, you you have to understand who are your clients. And uh, after that, you understand who are their clients and uh, the brand and uh, the location that the business is uh, is set in. So all that, all this research about uh, the clients and the location and everything, it comes before even designing. So I don't really just start designing. I have like... um, a project and day one design no you have to take a lot of steps back and look at the at the bigger picture for it
0: so bruno i'm interested to learn about the your design approach how do you go about uh, from the the your process in uh, evaluating and discussing with your with your client client about uh, design uh, when he use maybe use the she or he may use word luxury? How do you go about finding out really what, in fact, is meant? And how do you find the, uh, the client who's going to be the end user and try to then to develop a, a design that actually fulfills the, the aspiration of the client or, or the guest who want to use the hotel?
1: Oh, and this, uh, well, luxury has uh, many meanings. It depends to, to whom you are addressing. For some people, it could be the, the most expensive items, and for others, could be uh, the items that have no price tag. So uh, when there's a client with such a strong, um, a strong concept and belief, like, okay, uh, I have a brand that is this, that, and that, but... Me as a designer, I have to understand what you really mean by that, because as I said, it can have different meanings. And um, after you you understand the brand, you can then understand who are the clients uh, of this brand. Of course, some people they come and they they already have very clear who are the clients and who are they trying to target. But others they they don't have this idea. So uh, it's, uh, it's up to the designer. Also, to guide the client to to find out who are the people yeah. that would be interested in the, a brand with those characteristics, uh, yeah. and then once you have that, you can uh, you can study this uh, this persona, these profiles, and create a design that will be catered for them.
0: Very good. Yeah, one of the ways that I've been uh, doing this is that. Uh, I almost make it like a game with the client, and uh, where we have uh, a board with pictures uh, we maybe have pictures of a family, pictures of a couple uh, okay. a picture of uh, teenagers or young adults, and then we are having a different picture of activities, what they might be doing, and we try to place them in in the, on a board which will say okay this is uh, what the ideal customer is about, and try to in one way, guide the 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 client also about their input, what their understanding of the uh, of uh, the ideal customer is. Uh, do you have any particular approach to this, or how do you go about? Just to is it a discussion, or do you use visuals to to reach a a, a point in how, how you can then say, aha, this is the what we are. This is the aim for our design and who the customer is?
1: Well, I use both. Uh, the, the, most, uh, the, the, fir- the first phase would be more of a discussion to, as we were saying before, to, to, um, to get to this keyword of the brand and uh, try to, to create uh, a persona who is this brand. And uh, once I uh, have this workshop to, to define which are the most uh, important words to describe the brand? Then I go for the, the visual part of it. And, uh, but that's not a part that, a part that I create in front of the client. I, um, uh, I create, uh, myself several mood boards with style and, um, as you said, like uh, trying to describe the client, like what they like to do, how do they dress up, what do they listen. So several mood boards that it can uh, transform something that um, just a word is something visual, because that's a bit easier to to relate to and to communicate with others.
0: That's right. That's right. What is your thought about this um, idea that, uh, which has been coming up uh, for quite a few years, in fact, that the uh, fashion brands are using their brand uh, message and the standards to create that they are, hotels created under a particular fashion brand. Uh, one that comes to my mind, is, of course, is Armani Hotels that was just opened uh, and using Giorgio Armani's uh, inspiration for that hotel. Or there has been even fashion brands like uh, the French uh, fashion houses or their fashion designer who designs this. And in this is the way they're looking at uh, having a hotel designed. Do you believe this is a way to, let's say we have this fashion brand uh, that is uh, having hun- hun- hundreds of millions of uh, fans who are buying their branded handbags, and then by designing a hotel which has that inspiration, this would then bring the guest to of that of that fashion brand fan to use the hotel. What is your thoughts on that? Is that something that is long lived, or is it a just a very quick thing that? Uh, uh, one, one, uh, is it is it a long lived concept? That's what I'm trying to get at.
1: Well, I, I, uh, I believe that that's a very smart, uh, concept because, uh, the, the luxury brands, they already, they know very well that they are not selling goods, They are selling, uh, they are selling a lifestyle and, uh, people buy into that lifestyle, they want to look and feel into a certain way. So for me, uh, what they are doing now, they are just extending that lifestyle offer. You can have a bag and you can uh, experience the place you know of, of, uh, of that brand. So uh, I think it's going to be a, a trend that is going to, to continue rising, and other brands might uh, might join the, the scenario.:
0: Very interesting. yeah, uh, there's something to it, absolutely. Um, one thing which, uh, I'm coming from Finland, so uh, nature is uh, very important to me. Oh, I just want to know or understand, because uh, I noticed that you designed a a cafe in, in, in Malta. And, mm-hmm. uh, and I thought that, uh, I have to ask you this question, what is your relation with nature? Uh, and can you talk about what inspires you in nat- about nature in your designs?
1: Yes, yes. Um, well, I have an interesting uh, relationship with nature. Uh, as I said, I come from Brazil, and is a, is a place where nature is widely available. But while I was living there, I was honestly not attracted to to nature. I, it, I had to move to to Malta. Well, I used to live in Malta till uh, last year. Uh, till last year, so I had to move to Malta, uh, a country that is smaller than my my hometown. To, to realize that I'm really uh, passionate about nature, and uh, Malta, um, Malta is a beautiful country, but it it lacks the greenery. So, just I think when I didn't have that, I really uh, realized how important and how how I do enjoy being outdoors. And um, I use nature in two, two ways in my my workflow. Uh, nature for me is good uh, to to reset the mind to to disconnect the mind about work because that's very important in the in the creative uh, process, and um, also what what inspires me most uh, are the the organic shapes of uh, of nature things that were not planned but it looks really beautiful together and uh, that for me is the is the most important so it, it's not such um not just about being so worried about making things look perfect. It's about this uh, this composition that uh, looks good, that is organic, that is raw, but still looks good. And in that cafe that uh, you mentioned, one of the the dining areas, they were like little caves. So uh, those little caves, um, of course, it resembles something of nature, but of course, it, you 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 attach feelings to it. It uh, gives a feeling of closeness, of uh, privacy, of being uh, um, a, a closer together to the other people. So uh, that's one of the ways that uh, nature inspires me.
0: Yes, Bruna, I'm interested to know uh, about your relationship with nature. Coming from Helsinki or from Finland, in fact, uh, nature is very important to the for the Finnish people. Whether it's uh, uh, a beautiful summer day or a spring, autumn, or winter. Nature is always in our mind, and we we need a place for kind of relaxing and to uh, undoing the stress that we have on daily life. But I also noticed that uh, as you're from Brazil, I'm sure you have some uh, inspiration from that period, and and also that you have worked on a, on a project and you designed a café in Malta, which has a lot of inspiration from from uh, nature. Could you just? Uh, Share your thoughts, how you go about and what are the things that inspires you when you're creating designs, for instance, particularly this cafe in
1: question. Yes, uh, well, uh, I have an interesting relationship with uh, with nature. Uh, nature is, uh, well, I come from Brazil, so it's something that is uh, widely available there. But it took me um, some time to realize how passionate about I had to leave the country and go somewhere where where I didn't have much to really to really identify my passion with it, and um, it helps my my workflow in two ways. Um, one way is to to reset and uh, disconnect the mind, which is very good for the creative process. And uh, uh, it also uh, what inspires me are the the organic shapes and uh, the fluidity that brings to to the project. In that uh, in that cafe, the the project that you saw uh unfortunately the proposal wasn't uh carried on uh till the to the end but one of the, the dining the dining areas um there are some this, uh some small caves that the, the idea was to create these semi private uh, dining rooms where you could uh, bring people together and give a bit of privacy so like it resembles the the shape of a cave and also the, the finishing because there's um Kind of stony finishing, Uh, and uh, so it brings those feelings of having the privacy, um, being close to to the person that you're eating eating with. So these are one of the ways that nature inspires me.
0: Very good. Now, uh, I'm sure you're looking around all the time. What's going on in terms of trends and so on? Do you have any thoughts? What uh what are some trends to look out for that the hoteliers should be in lookout for any thoughts that you have uh you're now in in, in Malaga which is an or in Spain which is uh, uh has is a huge center of tourism you were in Malta which uh, is a smaller place but it also has tourism is very important and obviously Brazil uh yeah. those are many places but uh, can you just share what are your thoughts about uh what are some trends that are, you see is coming up in terms of design and how it relates to uh, hotels or boutique hotels, in
1: fact. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I think um, that when we are talking about this trend for, for the hospitality industry, um, whether it's in design and other aspects of the business, we have to, to, to be careful because uh, as fast as this, uh, this trend comes, they go. So uh, we shouldn't take... Um, so uh, big investments when you're just talking about trends, but there are two that I really believe that they're going to to continue rising. One of them is the, the experience economy. Uh, well, after everything that happened, and everyone is widely aware how the the consumer behavior has changed, and uh, so no one now goes out to to have uh, just a meal. We go out because you want to live uh, a different experience and that's not just for the people who go for for luxury businesses like independently of the the amount um of the, the price tag of the place people are going out because they want to live uh, an experience so i think this is a really powerful trend to 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 watch out and to really design for for the experience not just to deliver a, a product or a service and another trend that I see is arising also now is the the trend of um, everything being very personalized, so you give your guest so to personalize everything of course that there are limitations, but businesses they have to understand that every person is unique and they want a unique experience, of course, not doable when you're talking about you know changing the entire place for because of one person but you can always change one or other thing that is going to help to to deliver that uh, that type of experience that people are looking for so i think these are two trends to to watch out that they they end up uh, walking hand in hand
0: yeah i mean i totally agree with you the 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 experience is uh, people are when people are traveling or particularly looking at uh, what happened uh, since we are going through the a pandemic. People have traveled more and more, but also looking for experience that, that might be life changing for them, and they don't mind traveling to a very distant place to to experience that. And when say people are saying, "Well, you know, how? What are they? What is the price tag they're willing to pay?" I think the answer pretty much is that it's in a uh, if they if they are receiving a value that they think is gonna make a difference to them. It's not only a place for to sleep, but there's nothing more than that. They're willing to pay quite a bit for that experience. Uh, these are the the trends that has been developed in South Africa with the glamping, the glamour camping uh luxury uh units, which are now everywhere and they are in very difficult places to find, but uh, people are willing to travel quite far just to to uh to to get that experience. Yeah, and then also hyper-personalized or personalized now with the technology. It's really true that uh, uh, the, the better you can personalize that experience in advance and create an experience for the, for the traveler, uh, they, they can or even provide a little bit of a, a, a surprise, happy surprise when they arrive to the place. I think they will, that will create that memory that will uh, not go away very quickly. So, But the, it needs actually quite a bit of work By the hotels to do that, and they have to also use social media cleverly. So if you see that, uh, for instance, Bruna Rodriguez is traveling to my hotel, well, then we'll have to check uh, the issue on on, uh, social media. If she's sitting, enjoying a meal, or she's doing some activity, then we have to kind of think, maybe we have to also make some recommendations and suggestions for her. And this is what clever hoteliers are doing these days, that they are using the, the the social media in a way to find out more about the customer before they're arriving, and uh, one of the things I learned, uh, I'm I'm actually from the analog area uh, era where we didn't have all that, so I used to ha- used to have to call the 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 secretary of of uh, the manager who were who were coming as my guest to find out what what is their favorite fruit or so what is their favorite thing, so I can plan their stay but now i don't have to do that now mm-hmm. we don't have to do that anymore we can just uh, look at uh, because everybody's leaving a, a footprint behind them yes. what they've done and uh, that's a very excellent way without being nosy i mean that's a way to do, you can do
1: that mm-hmm. and, uh, The social media as you said is a really powerful tool to to know more about the guest uh Well, if you have a way to discover that before they are going to the the property, like uh, after they had already booked. And even if we take some steps back when you are planning and you are trying to find your persona and uh, you have an idea of a business, of a hotel, restaurant, and uh, you're trying to to understand who are your guests and uh, what they do, how they act. So when you look to those profiles and social media, you can learn a lot and then you can play around that. Because if they like, perhaps if, um, if it's super important for them to 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 record videos and they are very engaged in social media, you need to to create a place that has a really good lighting. Because yes. the, the main the main thing about the video, one of the main things are the lighting. So if you mm. that's not something that maybe they will they get in the property and then they will think, oh, they they thought about this for about this for my video but then they are going to be there and then they're going to report great videos that the light is going to be amazing. And that's going to be associated with uh, with a good feeling that they have as a property of that brand.
0: That's a very important point. I, I talked about this for a while ago. What are the things that the restaurant have to remember uh, when the guest comes for, for, for dining there. And one was the things that I, I said that. Have the the best uh, bandwidth for wireless yeah. for the guests for free, <laughs> and secondly, have a place where they can uh, plug in their telephone because they will be running out of the battery. So they will take more pictures of the place where they are enjoying. So that's a very uh, inexpensive investment for a restaurant or a hotel to to have readily available for uh, for the for the guest, and uh, but also I think. Uh, You notice when you look at Instagram, it's a very actually interesting topic about you're moving into a little bit the social media and design. Have you noticed what? How are there some hotels or restaurants that are doing a good job in the showcasing their hotel or restaurant uh, compared to some very traditional where you have. Uh, just a balcony, they're showing an empty bedroom, or they're showing a balcony and they're showing maybe a sunset, which are pretty much boring to me because that's (laughs) uh, nothing special. Have you seen some examples of somebody who's actually doing exceptional good in uh, showcasing their uh, hotel or or restaurant and using social media cleverly to actually uh, showcase their lifestyle? Any Any favorite places you can maybe want to mention?
1: Favorite place, but a place that I, I really, I really enjoy the brand and uh, their offer. That is Mama Shelter, probably you, you heard about. And they are very particular in the, in how they design their places and uh, and how they communicate. The website is not like a, an average uh, website of a hotel. They have uh, a very different types of um, items available in their shop to sell. Uh, so I think what they are doing is, it's really, it's really interesting because they, they really took out that boring part, the boring port of, uh, of, uh, hotels and they are bringing, uh, a really, uh, fresh and new look. I guess that's why they are having a successful, uh, result now.
0: Yeah. I mean, that's a, it's an excellent brand that's been created and, uh, uh, it's one of my favorite brands these days. <laughs> I enjoy w- watching them, what they're doing, and uh, they are really on the edge of under- understanding what the customer wants uh, in, a, in a way, and, and they make actually hospitality fun again, which is nice. Yeah, <laughs> Yeah.
1: no, it's a <laughs> really great brand.
0: Yeah. Well, Bruna, it has been a great uh, opportunity to get to know your thoughts about design, and also I loved your thoughts about the, uh, your process and then also our discussion about uh, the importance of how to find out what the customer wants. And But uh, if people want to find out more about your inst- in, Inpar Hospitality concepts, where should they go? What are the uh, addresses where they can go to find out more about what your work is and if they want to talk, connect with you uh, about the discussion?
1: Uh, if, they, if they want to know more, they can visit my website. It's Inpar, uh, I-N-P-A-R concepts.com. And uh, okay. also, if they want to connect with me, they can find me on LinkedIn. Uh, my name is Bruna Rodriguez, and uh, you can, they can find me there uh, under this name. It's going to be a pleasure to, to connect and uh, just answer any questions or any requirements they might have. Very good,
0: Bruna. Well, thank you very much. And I appreciate you joining today episode. And thanks for all your fantastic insight.
1: Thank you so much for having me. It was, uh, it was a great uh, conversation and uh, I'm, uh, I'm very, uh, very happy that we finally
0: did it. Thanks for joining us this week on The Social Hotelier Show. Make sure to visit our website, b8bhospitality.com, where you can subscribe to the show in iTunes or Spotify, so you'll never miss a show. While you're at it, if you found value in the show, we appreciate a rating on iTunes. Or if you simply tell a friend about the show, that would help us too. Be sure to tune in for our next episode.